Good morning, and welcome. We'll welcome you this morning on this Mother's Day. And if you're watching online, we want to acknowledge and welcome you as well this morning. And I'll, I know you just sat down, but I want to invite you to stand again as we begin, as we sing. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice. rejoice. Amen. We're going to rejoice because we have activities happening in our church and we can rejoice about that. Last year we were completely shut down and now we're up and we're running and we're raring to go, right? Here are the activities for you for this coming week, my friends. Tuesday at 3.15, Junior Soldiers. 7 p.m. There's a committee meeting, uh, the live streaming committee. Those of you that are part of this committee have been contacted, so we meet at Tuesday at 7 o'clock. Wednesday, this is a change from previous weeks. On Wednesday morning, uh, 9 a.m., registration starts for next Sunday's service. 
So not next Thursday, you, you call in, but Wednesday. This Wednesday coming, okay? That's for this week only. And of course, at the same time, uh, our weekly prayer meeting will be happening. 7 p.m. on Wednesday night, the, uh, the young people, the students, grades 6 to 12, the, the program called Movement, they meet for pizza, and then they will deliver their kindness rocks. So looking forward to that ministry from the youth. You have your bulletin. You can check all the details of the things that's happening there, some good things that's happening around our core and church. And this bulletin, of course, will be posted online, and you can check it out there as well. I'd like to also mention that our webpage, I think it's up and running right now, dearlakecitadel.org. You can check things out there. It's uh, pretty well sure it's live, and uh, that's continuation of what was happening before here at Deer Lake. Some of our activities, of course, require registration, so I would remind those that will be registering for the online Territorial Youth Weekend that's happening May 28th and 29th. There's an early registration benefit if you register by May the 12th, which is just in a couple of days. And then, of course, there's the online women's conference coming up on June the 4th and 5th. And then May the 30th is our annual general meeting. I invite you all to come along and be part of that. It's going to be more than just discussing financial information. It's going to be talking about our core, what our core is doing, and where our core is going for the future. So good to be part of this annual meeting. And as well, another announcement for June the 11th on Friday night, the Couples Club will be getting back together again. So mark that in your calendar. And great things will be happening through these events and ministries, all to give glory to the kingdom of God. All to give glory to the kingdom of God. People have already given this morning in their cartridges and offerings, and we want to take this time to pray over those offerings. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the privilege of giving to your work. And we pray that as we have given our tithes and our offerings, we pray that it will be used wisely so that your kingdom is extended and souls will be reached with the message of the gospel. For I pray this in Jesus' name, giving you thanks. Amen. To the people who hurt this Mother's Day, I see you. To the people who want to be mothers but have not had the opportunity, I see you. To the people who have to care for their mothers as they age, I see you. To the people whose mothers are no longer with us, I see you. To all the adoptive moms, I see you. To the mamas whose children struggle more than average. I see you. To the mothers who lost a baby before you got a chance to meet them. I see you. To the people separated from their mothers by too many miles. I see you. To the mom who is doing it alone and struggling to keep up. I see you. 
for all the mamas whose babies are in heaven. I see you. For the people who have a mother who hurt them. I see you. Mamas who had to learn how to mother without ever having support of their own. I see you. To the mamas who don't see their children. I see you. To the moms who struggle with mental health. I see you. To the moms doing their best and wondering if it's enough. I see you. This Mother's Day, know that your story matters. We, we see you. Good morning, everyone. Today, I'm going to be reading Psalms chapter 46. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her, she will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Now we're going to sing a few choruses. And as I look down through the choruses, I know these words actually... Uh, speak of God's love, speak of God's greatness, God's faithfulness, love that endures forever. Amen. Faith, well, we all can say he's proven his faithfulness over and over and over again. Gentlemen, we're going to sing the choruses two or three times with a, a break in between. And let us stand and lift our voices in song unto his name. Let's talk about
is our God. How great is his name. He's the greatest one, amen, forever the same. He rolled back the waters of the mighty Red Sea, and he said, I'll never leave thee. Put your trust in me.
all need more ears these days. There. Our song, can we get the chorus of the song before I start the story, Melvin? mother replied, you will find your purr, just wait and see. What? Wait, said the kitten, I need my purr now. I'm going to search for it. She decided to ask the dog. Dog, have you got my purr? She climbed onto his belly and listened to his answer. What did the dog say? Woof, 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 said the startled dog. Not a purr. Why don't you go ask the cow? She may have it. So the kitten went off and climbed the tree where she was to eye with the cow. Cow, kitten said, looking her right in the eye. Have you got my purr? Dog said you might. And what do you think the cow said? Moo! Moo! The cow said quickly, I have a moo, not a purr. Why don't you ask the pig? Kitten down from the tree and scampered to the pig pen and climbed up on the fence. Pig, have you got my purr? She called. And what do you think the pig answered? I'm sorry, dear. I only have my oink. No purr. Why don't you ask the ducks? They're a noisy family. The kitten followed the sounds of splashing and found the ducks swimming in the bucket. Ducks, I've asked the dog, the cow, and the pig, but they don't have it. Have you got my purr? Quack. What did he say? Quack, quack, said the duck. Sound like a purr? No, we quack. One duck said kindly, why don't you ask This would be tricky, but the really wanted her purr back. She scooted over to the mouse hole, got down on her belly, and wiggled in through the mouse hole. Don't be afraid. 
afraid, she said quietly. I'm not searching for you. I'm searching for my purr. Have you got my purr? What do you think the mouse said? Squeak! I hear it. Squeak! Squeak! Said the mouse. I have a squeak kitten. I don't have your purr. Uh, why don't you get out of here as fast as you can and go ask the sheep? A little discouraged, very tired, the kitten hung her head and wandered over to the field. Sheep, she said, I have lost my purr. Mouse says you might have it. Have you got my purr? What did the sheep say? I haven't got a purr, little one. My old ba's all I have. Why don't you ask the owl? So Kitten was getting sleepy. She stumbled over to the owl's tree. Sowl, I have searched all day. I'm getting so tired. Have you got my purr? And what did the owl say? Good job. Grayson is excellent over there in Maryland. Everybody's helping. Who, who? Silly kitten, I have a hoot, not a purr. Why don't you go back to your mother? Sure, you'll find your purr there. Kitten couldn't believe her ears. Back to her mother? Has my mother had purr all along, she wondered? She rushed back to the barn, and she called out her question one last time. Mother? Have you got my purr? Oh, sweet thing, said her mother tenderly. One can purr. It's inside of you. You just, and you hear it when you're happy. But you have to settle quietly sometimes to hear it. Come here, settle next to me and listen. So the kitten smuggled next to her mother and There it was. The dog didn't bark. The didn't move. The ducks didn't quack. The mouse did not squeak. The, shout, the sheep did not bow. The owl did not hoot. They all watched from the barn door and listened silently to the most perfect purr they ever heard. Can you purr for me? Purr, purr, purr me something a long time ago. Our happiness is inside of me. Thanks for asking, Grayson. Nobody can take it away from me. When I was born, God gave me my happiness. And one person who helps me find it very quickly is a mother's love. And the other thing I learned from the story, it is my mother's love that has taught me the truth about God's love. Her love is the best example of what God's love is. And if we have problems, and if we slow down, and if we snuggle next to our Heavenly Father and keep him in his heart, we will find our joy. We will find our happiness, because he loves us even more than our mother ever did. And we'll sing the song again now. Thank you.
We come at, to a time in our service now where we come before God's throne in prayer. And uh, Roxanne, that you reminded us through that story that it's within, sometimes within, that we just need to pour out, pour out what we want to say to God. We ask for things, we implore, I need this, I want this, but then we also say thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you, Lord, for family. You know, those of us that have gathered today or those that are in the congregation and those who are watching, mothers, we pray for you today. It's not an easy task to raise a family. And I think of my mother as she raised seven of us. It wasn't an easy task all the time. And now today I miss my mother's love. For those that the mothers have passed, I think of you today. And I pray that God will be with you in a very real and special way. We want to remember people today who have texted us or called us and, and said, pray. Pray for God to bless me and my family. And as we think of these names, I want us to be reminded of the chorus that we're going to sing after I mention these names. He's been faithful to me. And I know that he will be faithful to these people and will bless them abundantly. Prayer has been requested for Jesse White and family, the loss of her sister. Many unspoken requests came in again, an urgent unspoken request. Prayer requests for John and Helen Curtis. We think of Stella, Doug and Christine's granddaughter. We pray always for her. Lorraine White requested prayer. Jeanette Galton and her family. Peter Young needs prayer, called me last night requesting prayer. Lydia Lemoyne and her family. Jennifer Payne requested prayer for her brother Jim and her niece Amanda. And Lorianne Sparks, we pray for her. And we continue to pray for baby William, pray for his continued recovery. And you see the names on your brochure. And these names, people have requested prayer, and we want to acknowledge them. Mavis, Mavis Fillier, Lola Bursey, Truman Kendall, Larry White, Calvin Reed, Aubrey Ryan, Amanda Francis, Tony Fudge, Gladys Gabbard, our children and our youth in this corps, Bill Collins, Beverly Galton, James Oak, Caleb Curtis, Darlene Rumble, Jim Francis, Mona Goodger, Don Pelly, Lorraine Rubia, Thelma, Alice, Alicia Jenkins, Ross and Debbie Rousel, Melvin and Beatrice Kosh, John and Helen Curtis, I think I've already mentioned them, Brenda and Linda Talk, Jeanette Galton, Dan Collins and Bill Harding. Many names, many requests. Uh, your sister-in-law, Pearl Nichols. Okay, we will pray for her. And who else was it you needed? Your sister, Jessie. Okay. Are there others? God doesn't care how many names is on the list. He wants to see all those names. You know, the chorus we're going to sing together as we remember these names is uh, based on two passages of Scripture. One very familiar, Psalm 23 and 1, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. 
and Joshua 1 and 9. Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Are we discouraged this morning? Are we in a place where we don't think there's any way out? God will make a way. We already sang that, and this chorus leads into that. He's been faithful to me. He supplies all my needs. Hallelujah. You believe that this morning? We want to stand in his presence as we bring these names before him. out to them today and say, you know, I love my Lord because he's been faithful to me. And I want to tell you that. Only last night I spoke with a person that don't want to live anymore. And I just wanted to share with that person God's love and how he loves them. But you know, people are discouraged during these COVID-19 days. They want to know that Christians, people who serve the Lord, were a little different because we have a contact with a God who's faithful. So as you think of that special person today, just thank them. Thank God for them, that they're alive. And you want to reach out to them today and say, I love you and I care for you. So let's sing it again and just think of those special people, shall we? Thank you. 
Father, we bow in your presence. We are in the presence of an almighty God who is more than enough. He is more than enough to supply all our needs. And we thank you for that today, Lord. We thank you for the many blessings that you provide to us. We, we know that you answer prayer. And we pour out to you today all of these names that are mentioned. These people need you in a special way. And right now, Heavenly Father, I would pray that you would touch them. That you would touch their bodies, their spirits. Allow them to know that you are in control. And that you can be their sufficiency. That you are their refuge and their strength. A very present help in time of trouble. We are just bowing right now in your presence. We know you are here. We can feel you, Lord. We know the power of God is great and mighty. And we pray just now that in a very special way you would bless the mothers that are bowed in your presence. That you would bless them abundantly. That let them know, Lord, that their children need them in a very real and special way. And for those of us, Lord, that our mothers are gone to be with you, we would ask that in a special way you would comfort, comfort our hearts today in knowing that they did all they could to raise us and set us on the right path. Pray for this meeting, continued portions of it and your word, and I pray that in a very real and special way, your spirit shall be outpoured so that this congregation will be blessed. I pray this in Jesus' name, giving you thanks. Amen and amen. Happy Mother's Day to the mothers. Uh, mothers are warriors with an A, <clears throat> warriors. They're also warriors with an O, warriors. But they somehow find a balance. And this song that I'm about to sing this morning certainly alludes to that. And the author of this song uses the analogy of God and an unborn child up in heaven having a conversation. And he gives the author an opportunity to bring to life the glorious and loving God-given attributes of a mother. And that's uh, whether a mother is a biological mother, an adoptive mother, or Alice, a sister mother. Uh, the mothers have all these attributes. Uh, we say a picture paints a thousand words, and uh, for me, the words of this song paint a thousand pictures. A little baby told God, Oh, I'm kind of scared. Don't really know if I want to go down there From here it looks like a little blue ball But that's a great big place And I'm so small Why can't I just stay here with you? Did I make you mad? Don't you want me to? And God said, oh child, of course I do but there's somebody special 
that's waiting for you. So hush now, baby, don't you cry. Cause there's someone down there waiting whose only goal in life is making sure you're always gonna be alright. A loving angel, tender, tough and strong. It's almost time to go and meet your mom. You'll never find a better friend or a warmer touch to tuck you in. She'll kiss your bruises, your bumps and scrapes, and any time you hurt, her heart's gonna break. So hush now, baby, don't you cry, cause there's someone down there waiting his only goal in life is making sure you're always gonna be alright. A loving angel, tender, tough and strong. It's almost time to go meet your mom. Now when she's talking to you, make sure you listen close. Cause she's gonna teach you everything you'll ever need to know Like how to mind your manners To love and laugh and dream And she'll put you on the path That'll bring you back to me So hush now, little baby, don't you cry Cause there's someone down there waiting Whose only goal in life is making sure you're always gonna be all right. A loving angel, tender, tough and strong. Come on, child, it's time to meet your mom. That's hardly fair to sing that song before I have to get up here and speak. <laughs> so just hold on a second while I do this. There we go. Thank you, Doug. That was just beautiful. Well, a mother of five came home from shopping one day to find that her house was unusually quiet. Now, as mothers, we know that silence is golden unless you have kids. Then silence is suspicious. Very, very suspicious. So the mom walked into the home, glancing into the living room to see all of her kids gathered around in a circle looking at something. It seemed innocent enough, so she went to the kitchen to put her groceries down and then went to investigate a little further. As she approached the circle, though, she looked down and saw that each child was playing with a baby skunk. Terrified, she began to scream, run children, run! So each child took up a baby skunk and ran in five different directions. So now mom panics even more and screams even louder, which in turn scares the children, 
which in turn squeeze the skunks, which in turn scares the skunks, and then they spray. Well, in today's scripture, the psalmist is explaining a similar sort of setting. And so Israel is surrounded by danger. The nation is uh, right in between some of the most powerful nations of the day. And they have enemies on every side. And if they give way to fear now, life could very uh, get um, unpleasant very quickly. If they gave way to fear, they'd begin to despair and panic, and that would make them weak and easy prey for their enemies. And so the focus of Psalm 46 is don't do that. Don't do that. Don't fear. Relax. God's in control. Now, did you get your, your bags today? Your bath salts in there, and you'll see uh, that we've got our verse from there. But that's the topic today. Relax. God is in control. Now, I don't think that they would have um, necessarily relaxed with some bath salts and some chocolate. Uh, but we want to talk today about letting God take control. And so while today is Mother's Day... This message is for all of us, so I want you all here in this room, those who are watching online, whether you're a mother or not, this is for you. We live in a time when, uh, where fear and anxiety and worry and stress are at an all-time high. No, we might not have enemies lying in wait outside the town, you know, wanting to come and get us our fears look a little different. Maybe it's fears over the pandemic and what's going on. Maybe it is the societal pressure to have the perfect life, the perfect home, the perfect kids. Maybe it's the stress of a demanding job or the worry of making it through the rest of the month with only $80 in your bank account. There are so many fears and worries that we have, and it seems that they continue to get bigger and bigger as the years go by. Our world becomes more and more stressful. You'll notice in the Bible that it says repeatedly, do not fear. You'll see that so many times in the Bible. Do not fear. You know, there's nothing that's going on in our world that is a surprise to God. Not one thing happens in this world that is a surprise to him. He knows everything. He sees everything. He knew everything from the beginning of time. From the very beginning, he knew today what would happen today, what will happen tomorrow and in the days to come. So Psalm 46 may have been written about the Israelites, but it's for us today as well. God wanted us to glean wisdom from it, and so we want to take a closer look at it. So if you want to turn back with me, Psalm 46. We're just going to take our way down through 
there's kind of segments in there, and I just want to focus sort of on a verse in each segment. And so the first one, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though the waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. That verse alone says so much, doesn't it? It's so powerful. God is our refuge. What's a refuge? A place that you go that is safe, right? Safe from trouble. A place you can go to get away. What do you do when you need to get away from the stress of it all? I, I know lots of people like to take trips. Maybe that's why we have so many people who are so stressed right now through the pandemic because you can't get away on any really big trips. But I know of uh, even some, some moms who, um, for Mother's Day, they actually like, go to a hotel and stay in a hotel and have like the entire day off. Sounds kind of nice. I don't know. That would be a refuge, right? Should I do hint, hint? <laughs> no. I actually want to see my kids today, so uh, that's good. But, you know, we have these places, right? Maybe it's um, going out into nature, taking a walk on the trails. Maybe that's your place of refuge. Maybe if you're a mom of little ones who never seem to stop following you and tugging on your shoulder, maybe your refuge is the bathroom with a chocolate bar, right? Hiding in the bathroom. Yeah, what are you doing in there, mom? How many times do I hear the word mom in a day? Mom, mom, mom. Mom! Right? Except my mother hears it too, so I don't think it goes away after any length of time. I'm pretty sure I call her and say mom all the time. Well, all that is great. There is a place that is better, right? That is a better refuge than all of that. When times are tough, when life is seemingly closing in on you, when anxiety is running high and stress is making your heart beat so fast that you think it's going to come out of your chest. God is your refuge. God is your safe place. Run to him. Run into his arms, his big, safe, comforting arms. Let him be your refuge. When the kids are banging on the door while you're trying to eat your chocolate bar in peace, Take the time to whisper a prayer. Most of us have uh, our phones on us, and, and we kind of have our connection with our phones. And so I know for me, I have an app, actually, I think it's called a widget. I don't know all these words. But uh, I have a Bible verse. I have a thing right on my screen on my phone that every day gives me a Bible verse that pops up right there for me to read. And I read that, and you can even click on it and brings you to a beautiful devotional. If anybody's interested in that and you want me to, uh, to give you some pointers on how to get that on your phone, if you have an Apple phone, I can help you with that for sure. But that's been really good because we want to take the time to read Scripture. Scripture is God's way of talking to us, to have that in front of us, to take the time even to read that little verse. 
when we're feeling stressed. And it's amazing how many times God uses those simple verses to speak to us in those moments of anxiety. The next part of the verse says that he's our strength. Now, I don't know about you, but I couldn't imagine navigating this world without Jesus. And I know people do it. And I feel sorry for them. Because I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine going through my life with the ups and downs without having him by my side. He gives me strength. So much strength. When I feel I can't do it any longer, he gives me the strength to go on. It's his strength that we can rely on. His supernatural strength. Isaiah 41 verse 10 says, So do not fear. See, there it is again. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God will strengthen us. He will hold us up when it feels like we can no longer stand. He's got us. And then our verse continues by saying that he's ever-present. You see, the things of this world are just temporary. They're just temporary. They come and go. One day you have something, the next you don't. That's part of life, isn't it? It's always changing, always moving. And that alone tends to cause people anxiety and stress, right? That the world, things are always seeming to change. But God is ever-present. He never changes. He's a rock. He's an anchor that is steady and sure. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. When people say, like, they feel like God is distant, it's not God who's distant. It's them. God never leaves. He is with you Every day, every second of every day, God is there no matter what we do, no matter where we go, no matter what happens, no matter if we even reject him. God is there. God is ever-present. He's always there waiting for you to reach out to him. Let's move on. Verse uh, 4 to 6. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God is within her. She will not fall. Now, this verse, um, sometimes you see it quoted on mugs and shirts. It's a nice, compact little uh, verse, and uh, you'll see it, you know, in memes on, on Facebook and little scripture ideas. And the idea that if God is within us, then we will not fall. And that's not the actual context of this verse. As I mentioned, the Israelites are surrounded by their enemies, and they're afraid but God is saying, I am in the city. The city is her. I am in the city. I'm in her. And if I'm in the city, she will not fall. She will not be defeated. That's what this scripture is talking about. But the beauty of scripture is that we can take meaning from this verse for ourselves. And so if God is within us, we will not fall. If God is within us, we will not fall. That is truth. 
Because when we have God on our side, when we have Jesus in our hearts, no matter what happens to us, no matter what we go through, we won't fall. God will sustain us. Will we have troubling times? Yes. Will it feel like we're falling? Yes. But God will not let us be defeated. God will not stand by and let us fall. He is with us. He is inside of us. I pray that that is true for you today. For you, for those who are watching online, that you can say that God is within you and that he will not fail you. I pray that you have them in your heart. Let's move on to the last segment. Verses 8 to 10. Come and see the works of the Lord, the, de the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear, breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. We know that verse, don't we? Be still and know that I am God. Be still. Rest. Relax. God is in control. That's our theme, right? Relax. God is in control. Verse 8 says, Come and see what the Lord has done. One of the best things to do in times of trouble when you're feeling alone or like God is distant is to remember how God has shown himself in your life before. Think about all the ways that he has gotten you through to this point in your life. You're here. That's amazing. God has gotten you here. How has he worked in your life? Look back at what he has done. Come and see what the Lord has done. Look around. Look around at what God has done. Not even just for you, but how he has shown up for the world. How he is moving in this world. How he is moving in our church. God is moving. Do you believe that? God is here. He is with us. Miracles are still happening. Yes, miracles are still happening. He is in control. He is in control. And all he asks of us is to be still. To rest in the knowledge that he's got this. That he's got you. Now, does that mean that you can sit back for all you ladies, relax in your bath with your bath salts and eat your chocolate and do nothing every day for the rest of your life? Of course not. Be still isn't about that, is it? It's not about that. Being still is taking those moments to get away from it, to be still in the Lord, to pray, to meditate, to read scripture, to just focus on God, to be still in him, to give over the control of our lives to the one who knows everything. Are you willing to do that today? To rest in knowing that he is in control.
We just want to be still. God's got you. Do you believe that today? God's got you. Let me say that one more time. God has got you. We're going to sing, Be Still and Know That I Am God. And we just want to spend these moments doing just that. Be still and know that I am God. He is in control. We're not God. We're not in control. God is. And we just want to have these moments to just pray while we sing. If you don't want to sing, if you want to bow your head or kneel at your chair or whatever it is that the Lord is uh, leading you to today, do that while we sing. Just spend these moments with him today. Let's sing. Heavenly Father, I'm just so thankful today that you are in control. Lord, it feels good for us to be able to say, Lord, take it. Take it from me because you, Lord, know. You know everything. Lord, give us that trust so that we can do that. Help us to trust that you have our best in your mind. That even through the hard times in our life, Lord, they can be redeemed by you. 
that you can take it, Lord, that we can learn from it, that others can learn from it, that we can grow from it. Lord, how amazing, how much you love us. I'm so thankful, Lord. Help us, especially as mothers today, Lord. Help us to be still, to turn to you, to turn to you, Lord, when times seem too hard, when things just seem too stressful, when we're exhausted, when we feel we can't go on another day. Lord, may we rely on your strength. May we turn to you as our refuge. Help us, Lord, to do that. We ask all of this in your son's holy name. Amen. We're going to sing, I cast all my cares upon him. We just want to just spend just another couple minutes in this prayerful way of just saying, Lord, I cast all my cares, whatever might be on my heart today, I lay all of that down at your feet. And I love when it says, when any time I don't know what to do, I will cast all my cares upon you. That's what we want to do, isn't it? Let's just sing this through a couple times together. God good? He is good, isn't he? All the time, God is good. I'm going to invite you to stand. We're going to sing Standing on the Promises, because God promises us all of this, doesn't he? He promises us that he is with us. He promises us that he will give us the strength to get through our days. And so as we sing this, I want you to think about those promises that God has made, 
And I want you to rejoice in the fact that we have a God who loves us, a God who cares about us, and a God who wants to just help us on throughout our days. So let's stand and sing together, because we can't stay seated down for standing on the promises. Let's stand and sing.
we go. I believe that we have some extra bags out in the, um, I'm looking for Dolores's, yes, <laughs> we have some um, extra bags out in the foyer for the women of our core that are uh, with our core, associated with our core. If you wouldn't mind taking a look and seeing if there's anybody's name there that you could help deliver some more bags to, that would be wonderful. What a blessing it could be if you could take some of those and uh, deliver them today or even tomorrow and uh, get them out to the women of our core and to wish them a happy Mother's Day. So if you don't mind on your way out taking a look there, that would be great. And we're going to sing as our benediction. God is bigger than all your troubles. He is bigger than all your fears. He's bigger than any mountain you can or cannot see. We're going to sing this through a couple times. And I just want to wish all the women, not just the mothers, but all the women, a happy Mother's Day. Because you know what? You have a wonderful purpose in this world to mother in many different ways all the children and all the people that are in your life. Happy Mother's Day. Let's sing together. Sing